Hello, and welcome back to the Play Hard Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor, with my mom, Pam. How's it going, Mom? Doing great, Trevor. How are you? Hi, everybody. Um, well, I'm doing great. Um, today is going to be a good episode. We are going to start things off with touch base like we typically do. And then after that, we're going to do a scouting report where we, uh, you know, review, you know, something we've experienced lately. So, um, sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Pam, and I'm going to touch base first today. Um, my touch base is about a Thursday that Charlie and I spent in Columbus, Ohio, recently. Uh, we started at a fireplace store called Hamilton Parker. Our fireplace either needs repaired or replaced, and we wanted to talk to them about that. Uh, they had beautiful displays, really nice displays. We ha- uh, made an appointment for someone to come to the house, and I'm not sure yet what we're going to do, but uh, we have lots of ideas. Um then we went to an office furniture outlet store because my husband was looking for some office chairs. He built a table for what we call the nook area in our kitchen, and he wanted some chairs that provided lots of back support and were easily wiped off, um, and he ended up buying two chairs. So now we have a new table in our nook area and two office chairs to go around it. So okay. Um, then we went to lunch at the North Star Cafe, and that's one of our favorite Columbus lunch spots. And during lunch, he asked me if there was anything that I wanted to do while we were in Columbus. And I said that I had always wanted to go to Penn's Mechanical. And that's a games place. And we went uh-huh. and we had a great time. <laughs> I bet. It sounded um, right up your alley. Yes. We played ski ball first and then some pinball. And both those things are free there, which is kind of cool. And then we went um, around and looked at the rest of the stuff that was there. And I slid down the slide, of course. He, Charlie walked the stairs. <laughs> and then we just looked around. And um, then we played a couple of games of Pins Mechanical Bowling. And Charlie and won pin, both duck games. Pin, duck pin but bowling. I really enjoyed it. What? Duck Pin Bowling, right? It's called Duck Pin Bowling? Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Uh, in this type of bowling, the pins are smaller and they're attached to ropes like marinettes are, like little marinette puppets. And mm-hmm. then you get th- there are three balls if you don't get them all on the first or second ball, which I usually didn't. Um, and the balls are real small, too. And then everyone bowls with the same weight balls, not like other kinds of bowling where everybody has different weights. And the, and the alleys are real short, but uh, you just bowl and it keeps score for you. And it's just a really good time. So we had fun. So yeah. they said their busiest time was between eight and 12 at night. And we were there in the afternoon and there wasn't anybody else bowling, but us. So we were, was... I went there with, um, you know, I met my friends there, uh, during Christmas break and it was, we had to wait an hour and a half to get a lane. Like it was packed. Oh my it goodness. Jam packed. Yeah. I mean, probably when was... kids are off school. Yeah. Well, it was in the, it was the between eight and 12. Was oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, it wasn't quite that late, but, and, but like, yeah, there were some kids there, but mostly it was adults. Adults, yeah. Okay. Wh- which one did you go to? The one at Easton. Okay. Yeah. There's another one. Um, yeah, th- that's not the only one. In there's okay. at least three. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I heard about it lots of times. Lots of people I know have gone. There've been baby showers there and all kinds of things. And I have just never gone. And I wanted to go. And he asked me, so I went. <laughs> <laughs> so then we came home and that night I started a new life group at church and my life group is a group of euchre players. 
So we all oh. played Euchre. There were 19 of us there. There are actually 24, I think, in the group, but not everybody can come all the time, you know. So there were 19 games. So we everybody got to play three games of Euchre, and we played for 20 minutes at a time. And then um, everybody sat out a game, or most people, not everybody, but most people sat out a game, too. So um, it was just fun. We rotated, you know, um, through, yeah. and uh, it was really fun. And I met lots of new people, and it was a fun thing to do at church. Thank <laughs> you, so it was a very nice Thursday. Uh, lots of shopping, food, and games, all my favorite things. So cool. <laughs> how about your touch base, Trip? What'd you do? Um, disc golf tournament, big, big, uh, big surprise. It's kind of what I do <laughs> a lot. Um, so like, yeah, like everybody, everybody knows I am a, you know, I'm a board member of our disc, local disc golf club. And we had a monthly event this month, this week. And it was, um, it was kind of windy and cold. There wasn't a lot. I mean, Sorry, there were 35 people there, which wow. isn't terrible. Um, but we've had more in the past. But uh-huh. um, so it was uh, this one was putters only, which means three speed discs and below. So you couldn't throw like a mid range or a drive or anything. Putters only. Oh, uh, yeah. So you know, starting off, um, we had to get there early. It, you know, start didn't start till nine thirty, but I showed up at eight thirty to set up and everything. We set up because it was putters only. We didn't want to do like the long pin positions. We so right. we made alternate short ones. So we walked around, did all that, and um, I, I don't throw putters very often, right? And so the only putter I have is, or sorry, the, the I have putters, but like the only throwing putter that I really use is a big Z Luna and it's good, but it's not like, um, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to throw very far. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not very stable. It turns over easily, especially in the wind. So I was struggling. Um, but, uh, so the front nine of my, um, of my round, I was only one under par, which isn't that good, but, um, I managed to do better the second second nine, and I ended up getting um, six below par, which was enough to tie for second place. Wow, very good. Three three way tie for second place, and so we did a playoff to see who got second place. And the playoff was we was um, you know we we the putter you know you you play three holes and it's sudden death, right? So if you lose one of the holes, you're out. Well, the other two guys had putters they could throw a lot further than I could. <laughs> um, so, I mean, further straight at least. I could throw mine far, but it was not, it was the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Um, so the, the, uh, the playoff was with a, uh, a hole that was really far away. So I ended up losing the first round of the playoff, but it was still a fun time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, second place is good, you know, even well, if you, I, I know. tied second place. I know. I didn't get any money, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun time. And then after that, we, uh, you know, cleaned up all the extra, the, um, extra flags and everything we put out there and then, uh, finished up around noon. So nice. I don't know. It was a nice way to start a, start a weekend. Yeah. Very good. That was a fun time.
All right, this is Trevor. I'm going to kick the uh, scouting report off with a TV show that uh, I've been watching recently. And it's an old TV show, but um, I've watched it for the first time. It's called Castle. Um, it's about a murder mystery author who decides to work with a um, police officer and uh, they solve crimes together. So it was, it was an originally on ABC. Um, but now I watch it on Hulu. Um, and so it's kind of, you know, it's in the, it's in the same, like that genre, like where every, or every, every week there's a murder and they solve the murder every week. You know what I mean? Like every episode is its own story, which I appreciate. Um, I think so, the actor that's on that's on a series that's running now. Am I right? Is he on the rookie? Possibly. I think he is. I think he's the rookie also. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's good. it's good. I enjoyed that series. Yes. The Castle series? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, I didn't know you, you watched it. Long time ago. It's been a long time since I watched it, but it was it was good. I enjoyed it. So Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And um I don't know. It's nice, just a nice show you can shut your brain off and go off. And, well, and I like that they have such good supporting characters. Like, I don't know if you've met his mother yet. I think she's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> great. And, and the other cops are are just funny that, you know, I just think they're mm-hmm. all, I think the supporting staff of that show is really good. In addition to the main That's characters. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Okay. It's a really good show. Yes. Um, so, I'm only on the second season. And I think there's six seasons. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. So very good. <laughs> I'd forgotten about it. I'm glad you've said that. <laughs> I might rewatch. There you go. <laughs> okay. I'm also going to talk about a TV show and a couple of books too. Um, I've started watching a new show. Um, I've watched it on Hulu, but it is on ABC and it's called Will Trent. And he's a special agent for the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. And it's a real clever show. Um, he has lots of quirky personality traits and and unusual friendships uh, because he grew up in the foster system. And he's always flashing back to things that happened back then or making connections with people and things like that. But he's also dyslexic and it's fun to watch him use little tricks to keep people, keep that a secret. So people don't know that he can't read very well. So it's fun to see that. Um, He also, in the very first episode acquires this really weird dog. That's really kind of a funny part of the show. And his partner is a woman, and he prefers to work, work alone. So it's fun to watch them uh, figure out how to work together under their differences because they're neither one thrilled to work with each other. Because she has a, uh, she knows something about his past, and it, it it bothers her to work with him. So I don't want to share mm-hmm. too much, but it's a good show. So um, is this the first season? Yes, first season. And I think I'm only three episodes in. Maybe no five. I think I'm five episodes in. It's called Will okay. Trent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, both of the books today that I'm going to talk about are based on historical events that had me doing some historical fact checking as I read them. I don't think they're necessarily historical fiction, but they are um, based on things that I didn't know anything about before. Um, First one is called Murder in the Air, and it's by Emily Organ. And it's a murder mystery, obviously. And it's set in London, and it's the story of a promotional trip on an airship sponsored by a rich man who was investing in airships. Um, The guests on this promotional trip are journalists. And um, it's not real suspenseful, of course, because you know there's going to be a murder because the title of the book is Murder in the Air. Uh, So you know there's going to be murder. Um, 
And I was waiting to see who would be murdered. And I was paying a lot of attention to all that um, was said on the airship to try to pick up on any clues I could. Um, and it was good. It was, it, I enjoyed it. it went, I didn't want to stop reading it or anything. It was that kind of, kind of book, but it did make me want to look up what an airship was. And I found out that the Hindenburg, which I've heard about, was an airship that crashed in New Jersey in 1937. Um, so, but this one happened in London around that same time. So mm-hmm. a lot of them did crash over time. It's it's one not was not a real successful um, endeavor, but they learned a lot from the airship stuff. So anyway, yeah. And the second book I wanted to talk about was called Pachinko by Min Ji Lee. And my brother-in-law, Tom, gave me this book um, last July, and I hadn't read it. And it's a, it's a thick book. And I did this one where I did part of it on book on tape or book on audiobook and part of it um, by reading it. So I would um, listen to it during the day when I was driving um, or cleaning or doing hobbies, whatever, on audiobook. And then at night, I'd sit in my chair and read it with the real book. So I kind of went back and forth. So... Um, it's a story about four generations of a poor Korean but very hardworking family. Uh, they live in Japan for much of the book and are treated as if they don't belong. Um, the book talks about their struggles. It starts around 1900 and goes 1900 and goes to almost 1989. Um, it's interesting to hear about the attitudes of Koreans, Japanese, and Americans for such a long time span. There were wars, poverty, religions, language barriers within the family that the book was about. Um, Much of the story centers around a woman who was widowed, and she and her teenage daughter run a boarding house where lots of fishermen stay. The daughter ends up getting pregnant, marries, and moves to Osaka, Japan. Um, Osaka somewhere where we visited while we were in Japan, so I was interested to read about that. Uh, The book was long, um, but I wanted to keep reading it. I read this one both as an audiobook and a real book, I told you. and um, it made me want to look up what pachinko was because of some of the comments they made. And pachinko was actually a game that works kind of like pinball and slots combined. And it's set up in places in Japan called pachinko parlors. Yeah. And, so gambling's yeah. illegal, but then yes. you get these prizes at the pachinko thing and you take them to a, di- a separate place and they'll give you money. And that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's what I learned. Did you go to yeah, these places where you were in Japan? What? Did you go to a pachinko party? No, I did not go to any. I, I mean, I saw them. Uh-huh. I, I did go actually. We didn't, I don't know if we didn't play or maybe we played once just to see what it was about, but like we didn't. Yeah. I did not know the legality of it. Yeah. And I was not going to right. uh, get in trouble. So yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mess with it. <laughs> yeah, it's it was interesting to read about it because I had no idea what they were talking about. You know, like when they were and they were talking about adjusting the, watching what games won and how they would adjust the slot things for it. You know, and I'm going, oh my, yeah, this is interesting. So then I started looking up about it. So yeah, interesting. So anyway, cool. so that's my scouting report: Pachinko, Murder in the Air, and Will Trent. So, <laughs> all right. And that concludes another episode of the Play Hard Podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed listening. Uh, we certainly enjoyed uh, delivering the, the episode today. Um, um, make sure to uh, follow us on Facebook and um, you know comment on anything that you'd like to hear. And leave us five-star reviews everywhere you can find the Play Hard Podcast. 
Um, we really appreciate all of the, the feedback we have received and, you know, the five star rating. So, um, yeah. Mommy, anything else to add? I do not, except that I'm sure you're going to say it. Yeah. Make sure you have a great week. Uh, work hard, but play harder. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.